Living with physical pain can be challenging, but it doesn't have to completely hinder your ability to engage in exercise or movement. In fact, by understanding the importance of improving movement patterns, listening to your body, and recognizing that pain is a communication tool rather than a reason for stopping your movement, you can take significant steps towards managing pain in the long term. This episode explores the crucial elements of navigating an exercise and movement program while dealing with physical pain, emphasizing the benefits of movement for pain management and overall well-being. Welcome to the Evolve Podcast. Evolve your body, evolve your mind, evolve your soul, and evolve your tribe. And now it's time to disrupt. Welcome back to the Evolve Podcast, where evolved men and women come to disrupt, connect, and get inspired. We're cultivating a strong, lean body, an educated mind, and an evolved, purpose-driven heart are the status symbol of choice. I am your host, Steve Cutler, and today I'm excited to talk to you about posture, pain, and movement, all things related. And yet, far too often, we stop moving when we're in pain. But hey, before we get started, I want to thank you for listening to the Evolve Podcast. The Evolve Podcast is part of our passion to provide no-cost-to-consumer content that will help you disrupt your life and evolve into your highest self. The Evolve Podcast and community continues to grow, and I want to make sure more people can find us to disrupt and evolve. So if you haven't yet, please do me a favor. Give us a rating review on Apple or Spotify. The ratings and reviews help us to grow the show and achieve our mission of helping millions of people evolve into the highest version of themselves. And now, on to the show. Like I said in the beginning, living with physical pain can be very challenging, but it doesn't have to be the thing that hinders you from movement. In fact, one of the most important things that you can do when you're living with pain is to start moving. Now, I'm not saying if you have low back pain, you should go throw 250 pounds on a squat bar and squat into your deepest squat that you can. That would be ridiculous. But moving will help to improve the pain. Let me say that again. Moving will help to improve the pain. And the way that it does it is through a few different areas. The first area is by improving movement patterns. And when you're experiencing physical pain, it's essential to focus on improving your movement patterns. Aches, pains, and discomforts arise often from imbalances and compensation. These are things that cause incorrect movement and incorrect form, not only when you're exercising, but in your daily functional movement. When you work with a qualified uh, fitness professional, healthcare professional, such as a physical therapist, a personal trainer, or somebody that's experienced in pain management, you can identify and address these movement issues. When we are moving in life with pain, we tend to move away from the pain and we develop these patterns that are extremely difficult to get out of. And we have created a new normal. You see, a fitness professional, physical therapist, somebody that's uh, certified in pain uh, management can help you identify how to target the areas of the body in a sequential manner that will 
optimize your body's function and minimize all of the things that are causing the pain. A couple of quick tips on this. If you have pain in the body, it's important that you get assessed as soon as possible. Work with somebody who understands how to address postural imbalance, movement pattern issues, and start to work on it as fast as possible. Typically, you're going to work in what I call the upstream or the downstream effect. So for instance, if you have some low back pain, you need to address what's happening upstream. Are you develop, have you developed this low back pain because of some issues in your shoulder, in your upper back? Do you have pain in your neck or are there things happening upstream from that lower back area that are causing tightness and compensatory patterns? Downstream, do you have weak glutes? Do you have calves that are not functioning and firing appropriately? And or do you have hip, knee, and ankle immobility issues? It's important that you identify the upstream and the downstream effects of where your pain is presenting so that you can eventually work through a plan and work through a program with a qualified patent or a healthcare professional that will help you to move forward. Now, the second thing that is important for you to understand after you have worked to improve some of your, uh, to identify where your movement patterns are off and work to improve those is number one or number two, listen to your body. The pain is the body's or excuse me, pain is the body's communication tool. So signaling that something may be wrong or it needs attention. However, it's crucial to differentiate between the pain that indicates potential harm and just simply discomfort associated with pushing yourself within safe limits. By carefully listening to your body and understanding its signals, you can strike a balance between challenging yourself and avoiding injuries. Remember, it's normal to experience some discomfort when you're starting a new exercise program and things will, what I say uh, on a regular basis, kick back at you. So for instance, if you're going through a postural movement pattern program, every once in a while, your body will say, we don't like that. And it will tighten up as a protective mechanism. Listen to your body and continue to do the things that are safe and helpful and effective. And eventually the body will get more comfortable with the new posture, the new movement, the new whatever it is that we're introducing, but do it slowly. Now, if pain intensifies, becomes sharper, persistent, it's important to seek guidance from a healthcare professional so that they can help you to, to determine between whether this discomfort is, pro, uh, excuse me, productive or potentially harmful. Number three, recognize that pain is the communication tool that your body is utilizing as a way of telling you that something needs to be addressed. So instead of viewing pain as a reason to stop move, moving, consider it as a valuable communication tool. Pain indicates an area of weakness. It indicates an area of stiffness or an area of imbalance within your body. If you stop moving because of pain, you potentially can lean into this idea of weakness, stiffness, and or imbalance, and it will continue to get worse. The other thing to keep in mind is that your body has pain receptors and it has movement receptors. As you move, the movement receptors move up, and as you move, the pain receptors go down. 
So what that basically means is that if you're moving more consistently, if you are walking, you're exercising, you're doing the things that keep you going, your pain receptors will go down and your movement receptors will increase, meaning you will live with less pain. So by paying attention to the different signals that are happening in your body, you can modify your, modify your exercise routine to address the root causes of pain effectively. Through exercises that target specific muscle groups, movement patterns, you can improve mobility, you can enhance your stability, and you can gradually reduce your pain and restore a sense of balance, posture, a sense of symmetry to your body. Additionally, engaging in movements that promote relaxation, such as yoga, breath work, mindfulness, or mindful stretching can help you to alleviate muscle tension and foster a positive mindset towards your pain management. Fourth, increase movement receptors and decrease your pain receptors. So as I mentioned before, movement plays a critical role in managing your pain in the long term. Regular physical act activity stimulates the body's movement receptors, which provides feedback to the brain, telling you that it's okay to keep moving. And that will help you to enhance coordination, proprioception, and your overall body awareness. As these, these movement receptors become more attuned, they help you override the pain signals and contribute to the reduction of the perception of pain. Furthermore, incorporating all types of exercise, aerobic exercise, strength training exercise, mobility exercise, and what I would call movements that allow you to create mobility, whether it's compression, flossing, all of these different things that you can put in to help open muscles, create a more supple muscle and more open joint. All of these things help to stimulate the body's response to pain in positive ways, and they release endorphins and other uplifting feelings and emotions and hormones in the body that help you fight against pain. Now, these endorphins, these hormones, these chemicals that are happening in the body when you're moving and you're doing the right exercises, not only help alleviate your pain, but they boost your mood, they give you more motivation, they reduce your stress, and they improve your overall sense of well-being. So let's do a recap. What is it that you need to be focusing on? How do you need to be thinking about things when you have pain in the body? Well, number one, you need to be focused on improving your movement patterns. That means that if you're not sure how to do that, you need to get with a qualified fitness professional, health professional that can help you to improve your movement patterns. Number two, you've got to learn to listen to your body. Pay attention to it. Keep a journal. Go back and listen to what the journal has told you over the course of a month, two months, or three months. And the most powerful educator, the most powerful coach that you can have is your own body. So learn to listen to it. Number three, recognize that pain is not an indication to stop, but it's just used as a communication tool for your body. And finally, number four, increase your movement receptors and decrease your pain receptors. Find ways to move safely and you will be able to reduce your pain overall. So in conclusion, folks, navigating an exercise, a movement program while you're dealing with physical pain requires a holistic approach. Now, you don't hear me talk holistic very often because I think that's a far overused term, but I'm using it today to say 
a holistic approach, meaning cardio, strength, nutrition, hydration, mobility, stability, all of the different pieces will play into your overall reduction in pain. This needs to improve, or excuse me, these the, your plan needs to emphasize movement patterns, listening to your body, understanding pain as communication tool, and by working closely with qualified professionals, incorporate targeted exercise so that you can build resilience, manage your pain more effectively, and I guarantee if you do the right things over time, you will be able to reduce your pain significantly and live a much healthier, happier life. One question that I have for you today is, whatever your age is, 30, 40, 50, 60, have you gotten to the point where you just said, well, I feel this way because of my age? If the answer is yes, I want to challenge you that pain stiffness, tightness has very little to do with your chronological age. And it has more to do with how you are exercising, moving, eating, hydrating, and just showing up to life. So remember that everybody's journey is different. Everyone experiences pain in their own unique way. And what works for one person certainly will not work for another. But if you understand the tools that are necessary in order to get out of pain, you can apply an appropriate formula and recipe for yourself that through patience, persistence, and then open communication with a coach or a healthcare or fitness professional will get you to where you want to be over time. Dedication, positive mindset, you can reclaim control over your physical well-being and pave the path to a much more fulfilling and pain-free life. And on that note, folks, it is time for us to wrap up another episode of the Evolve podcast. I want to thank you, our listeners, for joining us for this episode. I am your host, Steve Cutler, reminding you that it takes time and consistency to evolve, but first, you have to disrupt. And now it's time for you to get out there and evolve. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Evolve Podcast. Follow us on your favorite podcast app. And if you haven't done so, please give us a rating. As an independent podcast, it really helps us get more reach. This podcast is part of our mission to help millions of people evolve into the best versions of themselves. Please check out our coaching services at evolve-cast.com or pick up some of our Evolve merch. Until next time, keep evolving.